This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. After weeks of looking, after exhausting my gas tank and paying the those crude oil companies a lot of oil in the search to find him, after the ice cream that I bought for Brandon, um, where else did we go? I don't even remember where we go. After having Sign Guy on the show last week, ladies and gentlemen, Dave is... Back. Yes, this is a fact. I am back. Dave, be a little ready. bit more excited about it. Come I am. on, bro. I'm happy to be back. Blah, 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 blah. That, that's not excited. But, yep, he's back. The big three are back together. I feel like that, that scene in the Ninja Turtles where, like, they're all, like, in the in the, the grassy knoll, like, working out, and, like, April's, like, painting pictures of all of them. I Maybe. never knew which one I always liked the most. I always switched between, like, Leonardo, the Michelangelo was cool, Raphael was awesome, Leonardo too. was the best. Michelangelo was my favorite because yeah. of the orange. And also, too. He was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh. He was my second favorite. Leonardo was my first. They were such stoners. Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Hearts, the smartest one of all four of them were definitely it was Donatello, Donatello, Donatello. Yeah. followed by Leonardo. Leonardo. You don't remember the theme song, Donatello Does Machines? No? From the TV yeah. show? Anyway, we're getting off track here. You are listening to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. As we say... <laughs> what? Here's my other co-host. Well, I'm going to give everybody a proper introduction in a minute, all right, Brandon? So, S-A-D. So, anyway, Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh, you can go to MarkingOut.com, find all the past episodes. Also, you can find our t-shirts, buy a couple t-shirts, support the Marking Out cause. We have a Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Marking Out, Twitter.com slash Marking Out. Go on iTunes. Um, if you have an iPhone, there's a brand new podcast app that you can just get all your podcasts instantly streamed to you. I have myself. I I listen to Marking Out streamed live on my podcasts. I also listen to a bunch of other ones too. But anyway, you could do that. You'll see our logo made by our Broski app, B Wing Four Eleven. You, if you need any sort of graphic design needs, definitely contact him on Twitter at bwing411. Got to give a huge shout out, as always, to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our awesome theme music. We may have some new stuff. They have some new stuff on the way, and we may be playing it next week. But if you listen last week, you know what we're playing this week. Uh, also, to markingout1 at gmail.com if you want to sponsor, if you want to advertise, if you want to do anything like that. If you want to send us music. If you, yeah, if you want to send us music, too. Or if you want to send us music. Dave just said that. I was joking. Anyway, as I said, I'll get in the proper introductions right now. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I'll tweet about everything and anything, even wrestling. Uh, I'm also sitting here with Dave, who doesn't have a Twitter account. Dave, uh, welcome back, as I said. Well, thank you very much. It's very good to be back. So, did you find yourself? Are you now Dave the Lave that all <laughs> Dave the Rave that all ladies crave again? Because that's what people know you by. No, that's Big just, O, Jay Silva. That just gets me in trouble. Yeah. That just gets me in trouble. Last thing I remember is me and the big O were out, and I left with some chick, and I have no idea what happened after that. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Good. Thank yes. you. Yes. 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 Anyway, that, we're also... That's the most awkward yes ever. Yeah. 
We're also here with the uh, the Count of Monte Fisto, the Blue Dragon, Cousin Brandon. Brandon, Brandon, follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing today, Al Pacino? Making the Al Pacino I face. am doing awesome, as always. Good, good. Uh, also, before we, we start talking about the goods and bads of Raw 1000, you have some uh, special news. If you paid attention to us on on Twitter this week, we did a nice little contest. Congratulations to uh, the winner of that. Maybe he'll get a shameless plug at the end of the show. But uh, also, we have some other big things coming up. It's SummerSlam season, and each Monday on mo- during Monday Night Raw, we're going to be doing what we're calling the Caption This Contest. You know your caption contest and everything like that. Monday night, 8, p- uh, 8 p.m., during Monday Night Raw, we'll post a photo given to us by Victoria at Ring Flash Wrestling Photography. Think of a a funny, catchy slogan. Put it on the reply page. The winner will get a free shirt sponsored by BleedingMedia.com. You can go to BleedingMedia.com for all different types of UFC, uh, mixed martial arts, WWE, TNA, all great videos. We got to thank him a lot for uh, for sponsoring the caption this contest. So let's get into it. Maybe this had, this had a WrestleMania-like feel to it. All day, like, everybody on Twitter was like, I can't wait. I was for- kind of more excited for yeah. this than WrestleMania. Everybody had a big... Sp- Are you kidding me? Nope. We were there live. How could you have been more excited? No, I'm talking about the Raw after. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. The oh, no, I was... No, WrestleMania I, Raw. Uh, yeah, no, I was comparing Raw 1000 to WrestleMania, not the, oh. rest, the Raw after WrestleMania. I don't know. I think I still was looking forward to this a little bit more. Because you, you, you had the comfort of sitting in your house. Yeah. It was a good 70 degrees. You didn't have to sit outside. Plus, I feel like more of a connection to it just because I did watch the first Monday Night Raw and the last primetime going into it. So it, it kind of intrigued me a lot more than uh, WrestleMania. But Raw 1000 really started off with a bang. And let's get into the goods and the bads. we got to start off with the goods. Just the, the opening of the show. You got that new, like... WWE like positioning statement thing that they did with the longest time The Undertaker was in it, John Giant. But it, yeah, but now it's a little bit older, really capturing the atmosphere of WWE, showing you know the stadium at WrestleMania, showing a lot of the old guys. Vintage and, HBK, vintage HBK, which is great. Honestly, I hope that doesn't stay because I miss me some Andre the Giant and. All those talks and stuff like that. WrestleMania three, everybody's got a price. Yeah, but no, I thought it was good, and also too the the that promo video they did to hype up Monday Night Raw, like showing like all the old Monday Night Raws and everything like that, was very. I liked it. You know, it really captured the nostalgia of what Monday Night Raw is and what Monday Night Raw is to the WWE. It's yeah. When I still hear that siren going off for the like the first few Raws, I still mark out for that. Yeah. Whenever I hear that siren, and even that entire intro, I just lose it. Yeah. <laughs> that used to be the uh, opening to our show. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. Maybe, maybe. Uh, we should have used that. Maybe we'll use that this week for the. Uh... No, don't do that. Why? We're <laughs> gonna get sued. We're not gonna get sued. Come on. No, I don't care about getting sued. I don't want to fuck. We're it. giving this away for free. We're not making any money off of it. Yeah. Jeez. So, nah, I'll, I'll keep it the regular intro, boys. So hire us, WWE. Uh, that was great. And then Vince McMahon coming out and opening the show. Yeah. Gotta love. Uh, gotta love some uh, VKM. Still can't believe like how old he's getting now. Yeah, well he's probably not working. He's probably not working out as much. Yeah. And he's probably. <laughs> Would, I, I actually became, like him opening up the show and everything. Apparently Dana White, the UFC president, said when when asked about it, said that Vince McMahon is the the second best promoter ever, and that he's only second to PT Barnum. 
I think that's huge. She's that, Barnum? I mean, that's Barnum pretty much circus. true. I mean, oh, okay. All right. Because yeah, look Peter what he Barnum. did for the circus and look what Vince did for the wrestling business. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was pretty big. If there, yeah. If there was no Vince McMahon, there would be not what, the spectacle. What, we, PT, we made... what P.T. Barnum did was recognize all these freaks and everything. Well, like really he recognized freaks. the fact that women have beards and, and people eat fire and shit like that. Or there's like a little man or there's someone with two heads. And he took them and put them in shows. And yeah. got money for that. Like, that's fucking spectacular. So that means we're selling Brandon off to the circus. Wow, I can't even talk. I was going to say he's selling Brandon off to the circus. Which is messed up because I'm not an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. But right after Vince McMahon, you have the touted return, one night only for DX. Everybody thinking that it's going to be Shawn Michaels and HBK, and it wasn't. It Shawn was, Michaels and Triple H. Yeah, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Wow. <laughs> you're all right. Listen, you're back, and now, like, the the, the weight is off my shoulders, you're like so I'm... flabbergasted like, that I'm still here. I don't, I don't yeah, know. You I'm, all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Fuck off. <laughs> um, DX, so Triple H, everybody think it's going to be Triple H and HBK. No, wrong. The whole band was there, besides China, but I don't think anybody wants to do any business yeah. with China. But Road Dogg, Billy Gunn, X-Pac. All came out to the ring also too, rocking the uh, the DX uh, caravan, which I thought was great. I hate the fact that they always say one night only. I hate that. It's just yeah. getting used. There's so many but one I night think, only. But this those, is those words are getting thrown around way too much when it comes to DX. But it's I think like a, it's like a Paris Hilton sex tape. It's just always there. <laughs> yeah. But I think this is actually this formation of DX is only one night only. And I have to admit, Billy Gunn looked fucking awesome. Yeah, he's still in shape. He looks great. I think I, it, it was M Dog Matt Cross posted a video. He goes, I wrestled Billy Gunn last week and showed a picture of him and Billy Gunn somewhere on Twitter. Um, X Pac, I had a nice little got, got a little gut on him. Got man. a little gutsy, you know. Last year, like he I was. I think in. that's good for him, though. I think maybe that means he's more clean, sober, or whatever. That's true. But also last year too, we saw him in you know our match of the year with El Generico, yeah. and he looked he looked great. But, yeah, but who knows if that's, like, drug use or whatever. Like, we don't fucking know. Yeah, we, we don't know. And Road Dog, we've seen Road Dog every single week on Are You Serious, uh, the WWE. But still he was in a suit. Yeah. But, you know, we, we've seen him, so we've seen, you know, how... But it's still we, always good to hear him on the mic, though, yeah, in every, front of a live crowd. Yeah, everybody... That was so over. Like, when he goes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all over... Whoop. Yeah, oh, there we go. Now, let's say both of you. Of all ages. But, I, you know, the, the interaction... Also, too, I found it amazing that, like, Triple H and Billy Gunn were actually like coercing. Yeah, after what we've heard and shit. Yeah, and like I was talking to somebody this week, like I can't believe Billy Gunn was there. I'm like, yeah, I can't believe it either because well, he had that shoot video. I'm on. sure that they buried the hatchet and everything like that. I bet you it was just all like, you know, like fake smiles. And, yeah, there. look at us, you know, DX, we're great. Yeah. We're all getting a big payday. Like, who knows? Who knows? But that was great. You know, bringing Damian Sandow Genius. out at that was, I think that maybe was one of the better, the best spots. That was life. an app. That was absolute genius. And it was also perfect too, because you know, degenerates. What's Damian Sandow? You know, fighting to get washed the dirty masses or whatever he's nah, doing. No, he came out and got his ass beat for it too. Yeah, and it looked it looked good. It, it was it, over. I thought it was funny that ha- that uh, Billy Gunn didn't get, do his finisher or X Pac or anything, but I think that may end up being because of uh, insurance wise or yeah. something like that because they're not legally under contract with WWE, so maybe they didn't. Well, no one's legally under contract with WWE. Everybody's well, an independent wrestler, independent yeah, contractor. 
It's true about. I guess I could see what David's talking about. No, uh, yeah, yeah, I could, I could, see, I could see it too. I could see it too. It's too much just... of a real uh, responsibility. Yeah. My friend was watching this on uh, his TV at like 2 a.m. at one point, and he, he he's IMing me. He goes, "Oh, great, some scrub came out," and I got really offended. <laughs> I was like, "It's not some scrub. It's Damien Sandow. Learn he's who he is, than you, you asshole." Yeah. Learn it because you're gonna have to know that name for a long time. You know what the, I found really funny too, like kind of going on the Damien Sandow thing. That some like fucking like Mark website, not us, MarkNow.com, like reported Damien Sandow suspended 60 days for uh, violating the wellness policy, and it was all just a, it was all just something. Yeah, like, did you see what it was for though? It was like for was it excessively using a thesaurus? Yeah, or, it was the funniest shit. There was something like that. So somebody <laughs> but, took but that like, yeah. and spun it into an entire 60 days. He's he's suspended without saying the rest of it like yeah. how the joking part so everybody started going blah 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 blah, blah and it got blown up yeah it was it was pretty fu- i had to admit that was pretty funny i was like wait a minute he got suspended i'm like oh fuck at first i because i didn't read the entire thing and i was like oh god damn it yeah. i'm like he's gonna be suspended there goes his push he's gonna you know blah blah blah, I, blah. I, I didn't believe it like i went on www.com because usually they'll post on the yeah. corporate page uh, all the suspensions and it wasn't on there so it's just like i don't believe this it's kind of weird yeah yeah dave dave uh was called me and he goes oh this is what happened and i started hysterically laughing i was like that's for real and that's weird i just called you dave yeah you don't call david anymore no i do call your sister it was like that's weird you call him david i was like yeah and then somebody else said that too i was like yeah i guess i do oh my god you're becoming my friend more than my family yeah (laughs) All right, let's get on to more good things because there's a lot of good things that happened on Monday Night Raw. Uh, we have a new Intercontinental champion. Uh, the Miz defeating Christian for the Intercontinental title Raw 1000, which I think was big, and I like it a lot. I wasn't really into the match, though. I, it, was, it was a good match, but like... Yeah, I thought it was good. I think Christian has kind of cemented his place in the WWE as being one of those guys to... Has he has his role? He has his mid card role. Everyone loves him. He's that you know. He's that he's that face. But to put over other talent, and I think that's what he did. Having the Miz being gone for about a month, and then him coming back and putting over the Miz and putting the Intercontinental Title on him, I thought it's great. I think it's a step in rebuilding the the Miz to what he was, mm-hmm. and also it's, you know talk about bringing prestige back to the Intercontinental Title like you like to talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. It. Brings prestige back because look at what Miz has done. You know, headline tag team headline tag headline WrestleMania tag team champion, my Mister Money in the Bank. You know, uh, the most must see superstar in WWE history. WWE champ. WWE champion. Well, it even it elevated the Miz to triple crown status. So. Yeah, yeah, but he's more than that though because he won the WWE championship. He won no, the Intercontinental. It's, no, it's not. The U.S. He won the that. tag team titles, so he's like a, he's a Grand Slam champion. No, tri- no, you can't. Yeah, you can't yeah, be yeah. Grand it's Slam. Like champion because category. the European title and the hardcore title are no. What, whatever. It doesn't matter. So, like, but Undertaker can be a Grand Slam champion and only a few others. R-Truth. R-Truth could be a Grand Slam champion? Because yeah. he was hardcore champion. So all he has to do is win the world title? Yeah. Fuck, WWE, put the title on him. I want R-Truth to be a Grand Slam <laughs> I, I champion. Think, I think all he has to do. Maybe Intercontinental Championship, too, or something? I, yeah, I think he may have to do a little side title. Because yeah, I think it's like a side, that, the two maybe. main titles and, like, a side title, like, Two side titles, then a tag, uh, the tag team titles, or something like that. But regardless, good to see the Miz with the Intercontinental strap on his his, uh, his waist. If you uh, are on tout, you re- you've seen that Zack Ryder has already challenged the Miz for the uh, Intercontinental title. 
That would I'd like to see if he would like that go on. Yeah, I think that, be a good that's, match. that no, but not even the match. I think that has some legs, as we spoke about with the Damian Sandow Zack Ryder program that they loosely had working. I think this is you know that would be a good program that would work as well. Zack Ryder's so over. Everybody hates the Miz. I, I like. I think I like the Miz now a little bit more. Uh, I think it's just because he got rid of the uh, the douchey uh, faux hawk. I wouldn't even say everybody hates Miz because he gets a big pop when he comes out through the curtains. So I'm not even. I don't know. I saw. I saw a lot of people complaining. Yeah, I saw a lot of people complaining about that too, but. I don't know, but then, but those, but those are the same people that are complaining. Oh, why does Christian have the Intercontinental title and, and, and not like, not um? Why why were they complaining? Because he's not in the WWE cha- Championship. No, I or? think I think it's because the way they took the title off of Christian, maybe. But well, Christian, wasn't... yeah, Christian came back and won the yeah, title I immediately. I don't know. I was perfectly fine. With Everybody, the you know what? I'm, I'm getting tired of Christian. Like, not, I, you know what? As I as I just said like two seconds ago, he found his niche to put over other guys. He and he's not gonna. Ha- I don't think he's gonna have a Hall of Fame career, but I think he's gonna be to the caliber. Just he's gonna be like one of those guys. Like um, I'm trying to think of somebody in the uh, baseball Hall of Fame, like Barry Larkin. Like Barry Larkin should have been a first a first year Hall of Fame candidate. It took him a couple of years, but he was in. You know, I don't think Chris, Christian's not going to have that Hall of Fame career, but he's going to be like just there. Yeah, I, I can't see him being like Bernie in, Williams in the Hall too. Bernie Williams should be in the Hall of Fame. No, no, I think I think Christian will be Hall of Fame at one point. No, maybe maybe for his tag team acclimates, but singles Perhaps. wise, you know, I don't know. You know, I'm, you know the the it. two guys that are closest to being Grand Slam champions are the Undertaker, who needs Intercontinental Championship, and William Regal, who just needs a WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Thanks he for that. Deserves it more than anybody. Who? Wh- yeah. William Regal. Regal. Absolutely. Absolutely, because we we did post that uh, that match between Dean Ambrose and William Regal from oh, FCW a couple. Yeah. But I haven't watched it yet. I'm sorry. It's it's awesome. It has tech. It has the technical aspect. It's the it's the picture. The perfect. Uh, wrestling matched. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good, more good things. Monday Night Raw. This was this was debated between the three of us, and I think you know best two out of three wins. Uh, Brodus Clay and Jack Swagger. Yes, you could call it bad because it's another Brodus Clay. Play, bleh, 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 bleh. It's another Brodus Clay squash match. But the fact that they added Dude Love into there to come out with Brodus Clay, that's the that's that's what got this on the good side for me. So if Dude Love didn't come out, would you? It would be a bad. Yeah, it would be a bad because it's another Brodus. Clay squash match um, I also I think it's good too because of what they're doing with Jack Swagger Jack Swagger is in this great tag team with Dolph Ziggler these guys are you know kind of almost on the pinnacle of being tag team champions he, Vicky Guerrero dumps him and he just continues to, he's just losing so there's going to be a point where he's just going to snap around and t- I'm, I'm feeling he's going to turn face and I think people are going to get behind him I hope so I mean I, I like him as a wrestler and everything but I kind of feel like if the axe comes down, he there's a chance that he'd be released. I think yeah, like they would have the group of wrestlers. I think he would be a part of it. Brandon. I don't think. I honestly, I don't think so. I don't right know. Now. Well, with the way that they've been using him and stuff. Exactly, which is exactly why I don't think that. What about what about know. JTG? He's been employed for uh, Who's how many, that? <laughs> how many oh, days? Yes. Have no, been? dude, fuck oh, yeah, that. I saw JTG's that awesome. I don't. Um, shit. I forgot where I was going with this. You were probably going to go say JTG is awesome. Yeah, uh, JTG has been employed for uh, five years, 285 days, 13 hours, 36 minutes, and 31 seconds. Hey, props to you, brother. Yeah. Way to go. Amen. Amen. All right, more good things. Uh, We had the wedding of Daniel Bryan and AJ. We're not talking about that, but we were talking about the backstage segment before that. 
with AJ and who is it? Eve, I think. Uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Okay. AJ yeah. and Kate. Uh, no, Caitlin. Layla, 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 Layla. Layla. Okay. Well. Layla. Caitlin. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I just the, the legends that were in the back. That, that was just that, funny. Yeah, that was just funny. Roddy Piper and R-Truth. Hacksaw. Hacksaw. Jim Duggan. The best part of that entire segment was the fact that they made mention <laughs> to the hands. At first I saw it, I was just like, wait a second. Are they going there? Yeah, they are. I like this. I thought it was like Al Snow and Steve Blackman for a second with like head cheese or something. That'd be pretty funny. And I was like, what is that? And then I realized it was a hand. I was like, that is amazing. I went nuts. That was the because best part. Was this is hilarious. something that, like, since like seventh grade, like our group of friends have made mention to when, like, we're talking about something like, "Hey guys, remember the hands?" and we'll all start laughing hysterically. And the fact that they finally made mention to it after what, like, fifteen years? No, not like not fifteen years. Like, I think it was like fourteen. Yeah, like fourteen years. Like, which, it's amazing. Which uh, I was kind of disappointed with the the actor that chose yeah, to portray and young. He was probably. So he was probably like an intern or like a PA or something like that. Yeah, like we need they, some- should, they should have done a child actor or something. Yeah, that, that was around the age of fourteen. Yeah, he didn't fuck up everything. You know, he, the, whatever. He, I didn't even realize what he said. I just saw the hand and I kind of just popped really hard for it. Seeing that we just did a good, I'm gonna throw a bad at you that I forgot to throw up before. I didn't like the fact that Santino Hornswoggle came out giving out those wrestling buddies that that was on TV. I thought that that should have been something that you do in between the commercials and stuff, as opposed to taking up the air. Well, time. no, I think that was promotion for the new Mattel wrestling buddies, uh, buddies or whatever. What I don't think should have been on air was that stupid segment with Sonic. Yeah, that, well, yeah, was, that was un- that was unnecessary. I mean, they probably paid good money for that, but still, I mean, that was she, so dumb. Hey, that, Sonic's that, delicious. All that right, waitress, that's good. That waitress got more of an entrance than Jack Swagger did. Yeah, sure did. Um, more goods, yeah, bads, right? We did, we did a couple of bads, but uh, more goods. The Rock making a big announcement after the wedding of uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, that he will be competing at the Royal Rumble 2013 for the WWE Championship. What do we think? I'm a fan. A lot of people are annoyed at this because they don't like how he could come and go as he pleases, and he could come and then he'll get the championship uh, match and everything like that. A but lot I th- of people don't like that. But I think he earned it just because he won the biggest match in WWE history by beating John Cena at WrestleMania. I, so I think that's immediate, like, number history. one. Yeah, I want to go with WWE history. Yeah. but You could say it that. Was a, it was a big matchup. It was... You don't think it was one of the biggest? No. What do you think the biggest uh, match in WWE history was? It? I don't know. Not that. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, like WWE history or altogether yeah. WWF? WWE history. Not WWF? No, not WWF. Like maybe like Skip versus Barry Horowitz? Yeah, fuck you, Dave. Bob <laughs> Backlund. WWE, not WWF, you dick. Okay, but okay, regardless, but still, he won on the biggest stage, the biggest match of his career. Better, gentlemen. Well, actually, the biggest uh, stage not was really. a few years but, uh, ago. But I do, but I do like it. Though. I'm going to throw something at you. In two I seconds. do like it though that he Wait, at is who? challenging at Dave, and then I'm going to come over to your house and I'm going to throw something at you too. I do like that he's challenging for the Royal Rumble. I think it's going to draw in a lot of money. Hopefully, I mean, look at what happened at Survivor Series. Brock was on it. It didn't really draw too well. So the Survivor Series, Brock. Oh, Rock, Rock. was on it. Yeah, yeah no, Rock. it was on it. No, no, that's what I'm saying. It, it drew very draw. well. 
Mm-mm. It was one of the lowest. Really? They were, they were well. It wasn't one of the lowest. Oh, okay, yeah, that's unhappy. right because they blame the Miz for exactly. It. Yeah. So okay. who knows? But I'm sure it's going to be a good match at uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, because it's going to be a singles match, and you know, Rock will just be training with Kurt Hawkins again, and where, what a better guy to train with. Where do you think that this is going to go, though? Is he going to face John? Is John Cena going to win the Rumble and then face The Rock at WrestleMania again? Do you think The I Rock's going to win? I it? think that that's where it's headed, where it's twice in a lifetime type of thing. Yeah. Re- um, like the big the re- big rematch because they kind of like alluded to it yeah. at um at that backstage segment with The Rock and John Cena when they were just like yeah he's like oh you know I want to face you again he goes I, I can't wait for it so I think that's what's that's what's going to be next year I wouldn't WrestleMania mind, I wouldn't mind I know a lot and then of John are, Cena going over I know a lot of people are saying CM Punk and uh, Steve Austin but I wouldn't mind seeing CM Punk and The Rock after, after WrestleMania I wouldn't mind it I, I want to see I want to see one. that I want to see that Royal Rumble. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and then The Rock wins. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Speaking, well, you know, we'll, we'll, flip, we'll flip-flop a couple uh, here right now. Uh, another good, great was the main event. Speaking of The Rock, John Cena, and CM Punk. Great match. John Cena cashing in money in the bank and getting DQ'd for, uh, against CM Punk. In the main events. Well, he didn't get DQ'd. Uh, CM Punk did. Well, CM Punk got DQ'd. Yeah, John Cena got the victory, but now they're saying that he, he that he used up his he cashed it in, in his briefcase, and now he's not going to be able to do it again. I like it. I agree with it. Yeah, he gave it. To, I I I agree with it. I don't agree with that at all. Why? Because you lost it at DQ. You can't. There's no way to have controlled that. Okay. There's still if he lost. Yeah, I mean, but he won. He won the match. Yeah, okay, yeah, he won, won the but match. But stipulation-wise, he cashed it in. He won the match, but you don't you don't win a title by disqualification. Yeah, you get, you get one match. You, you, you get one shot. You can choose when you want to do it. He and picked to choose that uh, to prepare CM Punk instead of doing a surprise. But it, was, it had nothing to do with preparing CM Punk. There was someone who ran out and caused the disqualification. Therefore, John Cena should still have the the, the option to cash in. I disagree. I know. I dis- I disagree with you. Uh, the way I he feel can't... like it should have gone down was if they wanted to do that, then have John Cena get DQ'd, give him his his match again. And then just have him lose it cleanly. So what's the point of that, though? Yeah, you can't. The you whole can't, point is that no, you can't get people have exceptions. It, on a, yeah, there's on no exception. It ruins the the entire thing about you get one match, pick and choose wisely. I think it ruins that completely. Yeah, I I, 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 I agree with Dave for you once. Might, you might as well have somebody inter. If you're losing Did a match, you, you might as well have a tag team partner come out and interfere. So this way you could get a rematch if you're going to lose. Yeah. Makes I, don't know. I I agree I agree with Dave and I no. yeah I agree with Dave I think but also too it adds to to this John Cena like character now, which because he won Money in the Bank he's the first person not to win a title mm-hmm. with Money in the Bank, you know the I'm feeling the the gloves are off for John Cena it's it's his time to go balls to the wall because he if he's you know. Beat, he's getting beat by The Rock. He's getting fucked up by Brock Lesnar. He's not winning money in the banks. This has to. This has to like light a fire underneath Cena, uh, uh, John Cena's ass. Now, how are you going to like this though? I mean, I obviously. Uh, I think it's lit. Wait, what did see, you just say? How do you, How do you like this though? I mean, oh, I you, thought you, you said you, Matt Hardy didn't like this though. Yes, Matt, Matt Hardy didn't like Rock. Matt Hardy he hated it. Um, yeah, I forgot what. You were talking about how do you light this fire? The fire. The fire's lit now. Oh yeah, I, because the Big Show costed John Cena. Cost to John Cena, so John Cena is now out for the Big Show to 
you know, make what's right. But now we're going to see, like, Super Cena again and everything like that, which, you know Good. what? I'm, I don't mind it. Good. I don't mind it either. Good. Let, let him be Super Cena. Let him try to take over the WWE. He, he's, he's doing a lot better in his matches. He's obviously great on the mic. But also, so. too, he works so good with CM Punk. Yeah. Like, back when, um, when John Cena and Edge were working together... They were having brilliant matches, and see now that I guess this program with CM Punk and John Cena is going to go on a little bit longer. It's probably going to probably they're going to give him a rematch, but I don't think they're going to give him his Money in the Bank briefcase back. They're going to give him his rematch at at SummerSlam. They also have to earn it. Maybe have a fatal four way or a triple threat match where he'll win number one contender. Yeah, some or something. Like that. Yeah. We have a couple weeks till SummerSlam. Exactly. So. But more in this match, you know, The Rock coming out to try to help John Cena from the big show, and then CM Punk coming back in and taking out The Rock and giving him a GTS, which was amazing. Amazing. A lot to see the people's elbow. (laughs) Well, you got to see you got to see uh, a bigger storyline here. Going back to what we were talking about with Royal Rumble, maybe this is kind of foreshadowing for Royal Rumble, having CM Punk versus The Rock. I I like it because at the end of Raw, you had the two the guys that headlined WrestleMania laid out on the mat, and then you have CM Punk, who arguably maybe had one of the better matches. I'm not saying the best match had one of the better matches at WrestleMania. Going, I don't think so. Shut up, Brandon. I'm trying to I'm trying to convey a point here, which I've totally forgot right now. But having one of the better matches at WrestleMania, go over the guys that WrestleMania was based around. So could we see a CM Punk heel turn? I'm well, hoping yeah. so. Well, um, I think that this was his heel turn. I, especially with his uh, reaction and like uh, facial reactions no. after he did it, it was more kind of confused and kind of. Well, you well moment. you see you saw it afterwards. You saw CM Punk like he's like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Do I pin him? Like you know, like I've been in this situation before. What do I do? So I I, I think that this was his heel turn. Okay, good. Uh, Honestly, I don't think CM Punk's a heel or a face. Oh yeah, ever. no, he's one of those guys that even though I feel like they're trying to make him a big heel. But doing this to The Rock isn't going to do it, even though The Rock. Even though huge. a lot of people booed, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, neither could I. Neither. But but the simple fact that CM Punk was fit, was a huge heel when he supposedly turned face, even though people were still cheering him, he was actually still a heel in our eyes. So, yeah, we don't know what he is. Yeah, but we'll we'll see next week when when Raw continues to be three hours, and we'll see how they properly. It's going to be a big Raw because you got to come back from a, such a huge uh, monumental Raw. To do this next week, yeah, I don't no. think it's going to continue. I'm, I'm hope I'm hoping it continues. I'll, a couple other good segments we got to talk about before we talk about the uh, couple of bad things. So let's talk about Brock Lesnar after this um, this week. You know, after the past couple of weeks of not accepting John, uh, Triple H's challenge, it took Stephanie McMahon to slap Brock Le- slap Brock Lesnar's uh, lawyer or personality or whatever you want to call him, Paul Heyman in the face to finally get this match going. You know, you really had to take it home to Triple H and I guess I liked it. I thought that it was really cool how they came out. They were referencing uh, ECW and WCW. They and were all really the failures going, and everything yeah, like and that. And then they were going into even family shots and I, I thought it was really good. I, and it just makes it makes it personal. Yeah, Stephanie, man, geez, she's got to stop working out. Those arms are start, starting to look huge. Yeah, she, well, she looked good, I have to admit. No, no, she looked a little bit big. Well, yeah. Like, well, she like, had to keep working that out too much. big presence. And also, too, try and come off having two kids. She wants to look good for TV. 
I like this. I like the fact that Brock Lesnar came out and you got that altercation afterwards. I, I, Triple I was pumped when he came out and he just started and he had beating new the shit out of him in, in the corner. I thought that that was really cool. I feel like he shouldn't have posed on the stage, though. I feel like he should have just came out and bolted and said, yeah. being like, yeah, Brock Lesnar, look at me. I'm back on TV. I got to have myself you my know, own when, t-shirt. When wrestlers, when wrestlers do that pose on the stage... I always expect pyro, and there's never any pyro. Yeah, when, yeah. when he threw his fist down, I'm like pyro, pyro, no pyro. I, I, I really was a fan of this segment. I love his theme song. How once in the beginning you hear that. It's that so. Noise. I'm sorry, it's I, so generic because I was. I, I, I'm a big fan of that intro, just because once you hear that like uh, loud noise come out over the loudspeaker it goes right into the theme song it's kind of like Bret Hart's guitar uh, screeching yeah. going into the theme song I love that about it I, I, but to me it's just it, the drums just sound so like electric drums it, it, me just p- kind of pointing out things in my, my audio engineeringness. Um, other another good segment was we've seen Heath Slater over the past couple weeks take on a lot of legends yeah, don't the clown. Well, now, now we got to see Heath Slater be introduced by a legend. Yeah, which was which was very very good, uh, being introduced by Howard Finkel and taking on another legend in her own right, facing off against Lita. Which, I, as I said while we were warming up for the show, she should have wore the uh, old school baggy Hardy Boy pants because I would I would have popped a little bit more for that. I mean, she looked good, but if she wore that, but then. Not just Lita, because, you know, Heath Slater making this a false count anywhere, no holds barred match. She ordered some protection, and we're not talking about the uh, late- the latex kind that you can get on aisle 13 at Stop and Shop. We're talking about the Acolyte Protection Agency. Another one of those big things I popped for huge, which was great. Just seeing that the music hit, like talking about, like, you know, you getting fired up by music. That's like one of those music because it's just those downbeats. Dead. Mm. I was like, yes! I still like seeing JBL in that ring. He, yeah. He could easily make a comeback. In He's definitely a cutting a lot of weight. He is yeah. definitely cutting a lot of weight. But that, his clothesline still looked dude, like... Well, Lariat, Lariat clothesline is from hell. insane. Clothesline from hell. Clothesline from hell! Yeah, clothesline from hell! Clothesline from hell! It looked great. It looked so good. And it that really brought culmination to this entire storyline that they've been doing with Heath Slater. Now the question is, where do you bring Heath Slater from here? I'd say continue it. No, because they don't really. Have I want to, them to continue. Yeah. It's not going to continue. I don't. They, they better damn well continue this. Yeah, well, they better have continued I mean, a lot of things. It, it makes Zach Ryder, sense but they didn't. Well, we're also going to fit in perfectly for the WWE 13. Yeah, where yeah, where, where, you, where are you going to put it? Like, where are you going to? What are you going to do with Heath Slater after this? Once this goes away, nothing. I think, but a lot of like legends and stuff like that. Like Mick Foley was talking on you know large syndicated radio shows how much he loves Heath Slater and how good of a job he's done. You know, people are kind of getting behind this this. The hickey hillbilly you know character well, I'm made, finally I'm finally glad that he got rid of the Slayer trunks and got new ones that was the only thing that was really no, no, he, he put over all these old wrestlers and made them look like they're not, they didn't miss a beat I don't but I don't, I don't think that was all him though I think I, I think it was him I think it was a lot of him yeah 95% him. he had to put over Sid god Sid sucks yeah you know what I found out this week that Sid's son is on Big Brother I yeah. think I heard of that from somewhere. Yeah, I was. Rachel was telling me, she's like, who's Sid Vicious? I'm like, a piece of shit. <laughs> she's like, why? She's like, why? And I explained the whole story. Are you sure it was that Sid Vicious and not yeah. the singer? Yeah, it was that Sid Vicious. Because they said his dad, his dad is professional wrestler Sid Vicious. I'm like, uh, yeah, she was explaining it to me. He's not really a professional wrestler, more like a professional fuck asshole. Wad. Oh, come on. He was a professional wrestler. Yeah, all right. Totally yeah, an asshole. Professional uh, wallet. Regardless, <laughs> regardless. They also had they had Doink the Clown out there and all his past Vader. adversaries, Roddy Piper, Bob Backlund, 
Bob Backland. Bob Backland. Yeah, Bob Backland. And uh, I think Animal. Animal. Yes, Animal. Yeah, he's we, in we, phenomenal shape. Yeah, we didn't even really talk about that because we haven't talked about SmackDown because things have been just getting wild on Raw. Uh, and we got to see, besides you know all those legends coming out, we also got to see a big uh, a big return. The Undertaker came out to uh, help his younger brother Kane after he looked like he was going to get assaulted by six guys, pretty much the entire mid card mafia. Minus JTG. Yeah, who's been? Oh damn it! I closed the window. I had that website up. Undertaker look. I thought Undertaker looked better than he did at WrestleMania. To be quite honest with you, I uh, I don't know. He kind of struggled with that rope a little bit. Yeah, well, he kind of struggled with the rope, but <laughs> but then chair, Brodus man. Clay struggles with his pants every single week. I Who just, does? I, oh, Brodus, Brodus Clay. Clay. Yeah, I got a good laugh out of that. But I think he looked good, and I, I, that was one of the better moments for me of Monday Night Raw was the Undertaker and Kane in the same ring, the fire, the. Everybody, you saw like once the gong hit, everybody jumped out of their seat. That was on camera side. They're like, "Yeah!" I wonder if Kurt Hawkins had the option to choose who he wanted to take the choke slam. That, from. Why um, would he have the option to choose? What? I don't think he would have the option. No, I think, I honestly, I think he could have had the option where, like, because he already took a choke slam from Undertaker, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. took one WrestleMania twenty four. What was that? WrestleMania twenty four. Did he, he took a choke slam though, right? Yeah. So what better way to fucking complete it than take a choke slam from Kane, right? Well, I think he has already. I would totally lobby yeah. for that. Um, I was actually while I was watching it because we close. I my restaurant that I work at on Monday nights was closes at ten. So once everybody was out of the building, I'm like, bam, raw. And I ju- I just caught the Undertaker. I'm sitting there. I'm like, please let Hawkins get the choke slam from the Undertaker. Please let Hawkins get the choke slam from the Undertaker. But it was good. I, I enjoyed that. It was a lot of good things that we had to uh, we talked about. Uh, now let's get on to the bads. Um, that six ta- six man tag team match between uh, Sin Cara, Rey Mysterio, and who was the sixth person? On- Sheamus versus Alberto Del Rio, uh, Dolph Ziggler, and Y two J. Y two J. Chris Jericho. Thanks, Brandon. You know you can you can cut me off if I don't know things. You know just have to sit there and smile with your little face. Um, don't get me wrong. It wasn't a bad match. It's just placement of it. Every time I see Del Rio and Rey Mysterio and the uh, Sin Cara against each other, I'm always like, I hope Del Rio doesn't kill him. Yeah, he doesn't stab him in the yeah. ring. But I think they have to have a professional work. Work, You know, this isn't Mexico. This is the WWE, and they have to keep that professionalness. Regardless, I wish Mil Mascaris weaseled his way into that match. Yeah, but, you know, I think that just the placement of it was bad and trying to put all these, like, you know, upper mid-card to upper card guys on Raw 1000 when there was so much else going on kind of drowned it out which but, is come on how, how cool would that have been yeah, yes, to Brandon. see Mil Moscaris take on his nephew Alberto Del Rio oh my god I was so marked out for that or not Mexico, yeah I wouldn't I, uh, no. team up with the hottest luchador Rey Mysterio uh, the hottest luchador right now on the circuit as we all know is Samurai, Samurai Del, Del Sol. Sol Jinx too bad I didn't say right now yeah well shut up Brandon alright no yes uh, you gotta, I can't because I am the host of a wrestling and podcast a even though I'm doing all the talking here Bam Rusted Woo! I'm talking right now you are a vagina oh he called you a vajayj <laughs> you are a fucking uh, oh you yeah. can't get oh no I you, you know because i am perfection you know i could seriously just turn the phone off on this right now but then we'd have, have on the rest of the show we'd have all of our uh, fans and listeners uh, complain that brennan was disrespected that's all right 
Thank you. That's right. And then they'll tweet to Iron Cheek saying, humble Chris. Yo, no, he, fuck him, seriously. When we go to PWS and he's there, I'm like, listen, I tried to tweet at you to get this kid fucking humbled, and you're not doing it. You're like, so you're to marking out. I'm to wrestling champion. I see, has like a little white. I'm to Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle, Mr. McMahon. Have the respect for the Mr. Howard Stern and to mark you out, say, I want you to humble me for your birthday. I don't fucking think so. As he has like white shit on it underneath his nose. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, more bads for Monday. on my nose? Oh, no, we're talking about Iron Sheik. Because um, he would do, be sniffing cocaine, Brandon. Okay, relax, Dave. You don't know who, what he does. <laughs> uh, the wedding of Daniel Bryan and AJ was just bomb. It, like it's like every other wedding. Actually, no. The, the last like really good wedding was I think Billy and Chuck's wedding. The p- fact the last, that you had the last slit. wedding wasn't so bad. That was just really fucking weird. Yeah. With Oksana and Goldust. Oh, that's his NXT. Well, the last one that was on major TV. Um, Regardless, I think that Slick's role should have been played by the million dollar mad Ted DiBiase because more people well, know actually, Ted the, DiBiase than Slick. Actually, yeah. the most recent wedding was with uh, Bateman, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yet and, yet uh, again, it's only shown on WWE.com yeah. and not major TV. Um, it was just it was just awkward. It was just weird. Slick should mm-hmm. stay off TV. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Why the fuck did, was Slick ever on Monday Night Raw? No. Nope. So he, sure made, that? he made maybe one or two appearances, but that's it. He I'd, was never. He's I'd say, old. I would say bring in Brother Love, but I don't think they could do that. Yeah, obviously. I would say obviously. Oh, hey no. man, they own the rights to the gimmick, right? They yeah. can fucking throw they, in anyone. Yeah, they could throw that guy who played the hand to be Brother Love. Shit, like but I love you. <laughs> like that's not how it's done. Um, the use of Bret Hart, another bad. It's just they could have done something. They could have had a divas match and had Natalia come out with him, which would have been good. He could have introduced his his niece Natalia instead of introducing the Intercontinental Title match. Don't get me wrong, Bret Hart is one of my favorites. Is my favorite of all time, but it's just the use of him was just it, it was poorly done. And I think uh, I, I really agree with that. And I think their use of Ric Flair wasn't good either. They didn't use Ric Flair. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just your reaction was good. Dave, you I was hoping something? that Tyson Kidd, he would be announcing Tyson Kidd. I really, Kidd I really was hoping match. that, too. Yeah, have like a nice, good, solid match. She tweeted it out. I was like, oh, here comes Tyson Kidd, and they, up. Oh, no. Or or even McGillicuddy. I mean, after making the perfect. I, honestly, I thought it was going to be Michael McGillicuddy versus Tyson Kidd. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I, what I tweeted out. That's what I thought that it was going to be. It would have made perfect sense to do that. They, he talks about Mr. Perfect, which I guess was the Intercontinental Championship reference. But then you also have Tyson Kidd. You should have done that match, and it would have done phenomenal on Monday Night Raw for them. Yeah. It, well, it would, yeah, I don't think it would get the ratings that it would have wanted to. But well, people, but, people see that match and tune in. They see that. They're that, fucking doing an excellent job. That's what I was going to say. I think it would be it would be a good spotlight for them and a good spotlight to bring up the younger talent of the WWE. Uh, another bad, why the fuck is Sid still on TV and getting another booking? Like, the man doesn't deserve it. When, during that well. segment when Ron Simmons had the microphone to go say, damn... He was going like like motion and give me the microphone and started clapping to get him get his attention. It's like who the fuck decided Sid was gonna get the mic? When no did one. Sid ever talk? Oh, he's gonna butcher another fucking promo and say do it over. Hilarious. He goes that would be absolutely hilarious if he was like this time for redemption. Blah blah blah. Heath Slater, you suck. You're half the brain that I have or whatever. Or like just to yeah, I was just trying to remember it or that. whatever. Just to 
Did you guys? Uh, this is something we didn't talk about earlier when we were prepping up. Did you guys? What did you guys think of Charlie Sheen? I wasn't really a big fan. Uh, uh, losing. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, losing. that was pointless. Do you get to see SummerSlam? Charlie Sheen versus Goatface Daniel Bryan. <laughs> is that right? I think you're gonna say Goatface. That's why I laughed. Charlie Sheen still looks like he does way too much drugs. Yeah, or or he's like you know Actually, been sober for a whole year now. So yeah, I believe that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice fart sound, Dave. Thank you. Um, one thing that was neither good or bad, I think, as we mentioned last week, that gray area of WWE, was the fact that we our new Raw GM has been announced, and it's none other than AJ, because that's what broke up I the wedding. Like it. I don't like it for the simple fact that why take somebody who can wrestle and put them in a spot where predominantly probably won't be wrestling. But, yeah, and it really doesn't make sense to have her in this kind of a role. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. Why would you, like, I know, I know. Vince McMahon come out and say, AJ. AJ. I was so shocked. I was like, what? I was yeah, I was so just like, shocked. I was like, I was like, interesting. I wasn't saying yes to Here comes Ric Flair, here comes Ric Flair, here comes Ric Flair, and then, nope, AJ. That'd be awesome. I mean, yeah, that was kind of a gray area. Another gray area was like Stone Cold not being there. Yeah, talking about Ric Flair not being there, Stone Cold. Who do you? Who did you want to be there that wasn't there? Edge. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe Edge could have announced Christian the Intercontinental Title match. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? Who do you think should have been there that wasn't? Edge. So both going Edge. Edge. Well, Edge. Stone Cold Steve Austin, but Stone Cold. You know, tw- uh, wrote a blog lit- saying that you know I couldn't be there. I had knee surgery a couple yeah. weeks, and I, I'm on crutches. There's that. He's like, that's how Stone Cold Steve Austin was never portrayed like that. And I would not bring myself to having Stone Cold be portrayed like that. Yeah, coming out in crutches. But it was, you know, the video montage that they did for him was good. Definitely, I, I think it was great. Um, how do like, how do you like Kelly Kelly not being on? Who? Kelly Kelly. Exactly. Yeah, Kelly Kelly, yeah. I mean, they I think Matt Hardy could have had a match, though. They wouldn't put him in the ring. Yeah, I don't think they would have put him Actually, in the ring. Actually, they may. I mean, look what they're doing with the Legends. Yeah. I don't know. All in all, what do you guys give, as, you know, as we say with pay-per-views and stuff like that, so this had that pay-per-view mentality to it. What did you guys think uh, letter-wise, Monday Night Raw? Raw, two, Raw 1000. The 1000th episode of Monday Night Raw. A. Yeah. I give it a B plus. Really? Yeah. Why? Because there was some stuff that lacked. I would change around some things. Okay. Uh, I could give it an A also. I think they did a great job with it, and I'm. Ratings proved phenomenal. Yeah, did, did, I think it was. I think it was WrestleZone, like gave a segment by segment breakdown of like ratings. Fuck WrestleZone. I know, but still, <laughs> but it was it breakdown for that which is good and it shows like everything soon it was a good way of seeing how many people were watching and stuff like that which I thought was good and showed you the good and bad points of it which we like to do here show you the good and bads of WWE Uh, and when we get back from our musical interlude we're going to talk about maybe uh, a lackluster TNA impact and a bunch of other things going on in the world of professional wrestling but right now let's get to it the debut of the brand new rap from the B to the G. This is Gangsters Beware. Are you excited? I'm excited. You wanted it, you got it. Yep, and thank you to uh, DJ uh, Jarponic for uh, laying down some beats for Brandon. And here it is, folks. Get ready to be excited here on Marking Out. Oh, yeah. It's the B to the G, baby. DJ Japonic. Gangsters beware. I've been throwing up pennies and dimes for some. 
pickles. I'll fucking stab you. Can you see if that tickles? You ripped out my soul and then sold it to the devil. Bitch, you're not clever. You're not even on my level. Correct yourself now. I'll be fucked for life. See what happens when you go under the knife. There ain't nothing cool about smoking a cig. Yeah, you're real cool because you can pull a trick. You don't go to heaven and you don't go to hell. That's because this time you were saved by the bell. One thumb, one finger gonna point it in the air. No gang is unstoppable, gangsters beware. You spit lyrics, do lines, and toss it in the mix. I do what I love, man, I got no tricks. Been clean and sober since 1989. While you all drugged up, sitting there with no spine. Talk all your shit that you think is cool. My brain is fresh, all yours can do is drool. You got hundreds, fifties, twenties, tens, fives, and ones. I don't give a shit about your little ass guns. Take a good hard look at your reflection. Not everybody's me, cause I am perfection. Get in my face, I have orange hair. I'm easy to spot, but gangsters beware. Graduated high school, went to college to thrive. Shout out to my boys at 2.5. Two classes, whoop dances, got out there in three. That's more than most people, yeah, you better believe. There was rock and roll and geology. All these students should give me an apology. You walk into me as if I was the wall. Embarrass yourself and follow with a bro. Learn not to front, just put down your fist. I scribbled your name down on that list. There's a big cloud of smoke, you're not classier than fair. I'ma call up the police, gangsters beware. It's like, not really, but my head's fucked up. I had one chick, two chick, that's the cup. It was filled with booze and it smelled like liquor. Young girly over here getting drunk much quicker. Hold her hair back as she shits her face. Pass first and second and skip third base. There was no home run hit, I slammed the door. A gun sound rang out, started getting hardcore. No, wait, hold up, now I'm back to reality. Live my life practicing neutrality. I'm friend or foe, open your eyes instead. Just don't take pictures, cause gangsters beware. I said hello to freedom, but goodbye to the twins. All this war where nobody wins. Over money, drugs, power, and oil. It doesn't matter where, but it's American soil. Hawaii, New York, Philly, or DC. We all fight for rights, just trying to be free. West Coast, East Coast, doesn't matter. Raindrops be falling like pitta patter. At the end of the day, when all is calm, lightning will strike and blow up like a bomb. Compose yourself now, it's a black tie affair. Cause at the end of the day, gangsters beware. Your diamond serenaded and I watched him preach. Turned 23 when I saw the beach. Hung out with Rocky Johnson at the Garden State. Flew down to Miami for 28. I took that cruise to Jamaica and Mexico. Interviews Dak Ryder, woo woo woo, you know. She squeezy was before, as well as after. Mick Foley and Judah had me split with laughter. Before the garden was done, saw Rod and Stevie. So Don, Elton, and I chilled down in AC. So place your bets if you dare. Don't ask me for change, cause gangsters beware. If you can learn to breathe, you can control the ground. If you can control the ground, you live for life. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. You can lead to the G. Gangsters beware. Nothing bothers me. And we're back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Brandon, thank you for that sweet rhyme. Hey, anytime you guys want an interview, I'm available. All right, so let's <laughs> interview you right now. No, I'm kidding. But thank what you for you? Brandon. Thank you for uh, DJ Jarponic for laying down those rip raps for Brandon. As we always say, if you have a band or if your friends have a band or if your mom or grandma has a band 
and wants to contribute a song to the podcast, listen, li- li- listen, Ring Rope Rebellion, Roby Short Temper, Electra. Look at all these people that are being on our show just because they this contribute song. This is hell. Th- contribute songs to the podcast. Mark Rick out one at gmail.com. Yeah, Rick Derringer. Rick freaking Derringer. Brandon popped for that huge when he said, yeah, go for it, guys. It's great. Thanks, Rick. You're not listening to this, but it's all right. All right, so anyway, let's get on to Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling, it's been hot lately. It's been really hot. They've had a good product, you know, with Austin Aries being the champion, the X Division thriving as it did. Just this was an off week. Was there a Dave segment this week? A Dave segment? What do you mean? I didn't. Rem- I don't remember any like Dave pregnant Dave segment. Yeah, Uh-oh. Dave was sitting in the front row. Was it the first, the beginning of it? No, it was during uh, that AJ Styles uh, Lant- uh, James Lance Storm James Storm match. Dave was sitting right in the front row. Egg- looking all pregnant and shit. Looking all pregnant and cracked out and shit. But you know, speaking of AJ Styles and uh, James Storm, Bound for Glory series continues. Um, it, uh, Kurt Angle and Bully Ray, fantastic match. Kurt Angle getting the win. Which was great. AJ Styles and James Storm went to, a, I think it was a DQ because Aces and Eights, this masked group of vigilantes coming in and attacking everybody. I'm Speaking of Aces and Eights, I'm kind of over this already. Mm-hmm. Unmask yourselves. Say something instead of being pussies and just attacking everybody. I don't know. Yeah, definitely give them a mic here or something. I feel like they may want to keep this a secret and the voices may give it away. Yeah. But well, no, it's clear as day that one of them is Luke Gallows. When they pan the camera yeah. over there. He was the one that was can, wearing the it, Misfits mask. He had this much of face showing. You could see from forehead down to under his nose, you could tell that's Luke Gallows. No, he was the one this week that was wearing the, the full-on Misfits mask. So who do we think? think it's all is? Chris Masters, Luke Gallows. Wes Briscoe. Briscoe. Do you guys think John Morrison? No. I do not think John oh, Morrison no. is all. Okay. At all. You want to know why? Because I think TNA needs – you can't have John Morrison brought in with a group of guys. You have to bring John Morrison in separately because John Morrison, you know, at one point was almost the WWE champion. He's – uh, he had a lot of acclimates. He's such a high-flying guy, and you can't have him drown out with bringing in a bunch of lower-card guys. Rob Terry. You think Rob Terry? No, Rob Terry. No. Rob no. Terry's been with Rob E. The list, yeah. bro. You got to get on the list. Brandon's on the list every week. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. You got a lot of wrestlers there. I mean, that it could potentially be. I read something that apparently Jeff Jarrett is supposed to be, like, the head guy of this. But they can change it. You know, we, we've we also mentioned when you weren't here that it could be Barrick Bischoff because of the whole biker gimmick type thing. Mm-hmm. But also, too, it, 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 going back to a couple weeks ago, what I said, the fact that they brought these guys in and, like, they were already known even before, like, they were attacked. Like, oh, it's Aces and Eights! Everybody doesn't go on Twitter and follow yeah. Aces and Eights. You or, think it was Wade Barrett maybe behind all this? It could be. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, fucking idiot. Maybe it's Bob Backlund. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, whenever we say Bob Backlund, Dave gets a huge chubby. Bob Backlund should have won that match. Yeah. Especially, especially when I get to watch videos of him walk, wandering around Orlando. Dave 2.0. I want him to put me in the crossface chicken wing. <laughs> yes, I would love now, that. You know what? I want to eat chicken wings with Bob Backlund. I just want to eat chicken. You want to go get chicken wings, Dave? No, I'm good. Why? <laughs> oh, wow. Rejected. Wow, they're turning people down. <laughs> yeah, chicken wings are the best. All right. A good, a, a good chicken wing is a good chicken wing. <laughs> What is that? What was that? What is that? That's John Madden. It's horrible. Yeah. 
We're trying to make a turducken. So, okay, we talked about aces and eights. You know, I want to see these guys unmask themselves and see who they are so then we can actually talk about, oh, my God, it's it's Bob Backlund. Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows. No, they can't call him Luke Gallows because that's trademarked to well, uh, uh, with the No, page. they're, they're going to go over What's probably that? what his um, – Rinka King name was, but I forgot what it was. They called big his big XLG. I, it could be because that. that's what he's no, being, it, that's what he's being called in House of Hardcore. I, maybe he was Isaiah, Isaiah something or shit. Maybe maybe he could be super fast. <laughs> or we can go could back be. to uh, Dorian Deville, <laughs> get that super D tattoo back. Uh, you had a big debut, big debut for Impact. Uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Making his Impact Wrestling debut this week. Not wrestling, but, you know, just coming out and cutting a, a promo saying how, you know, he's excited to be at Impact Wrestling, putting over everything. Thought, I thought his promo was great. I thought it was good. I don't think everything else around that was. So did I. When did Kid Cash and Gunner become a tag team? When did they, when were, since when was Gunner a heel? Always? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's always, always a been heel. a heel. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't know that. I feel That's like bad. I feel like Gunner, though, I think... Gunner went from having this big push, being with Ric Flair, then Ric Flair left, and they have nothing to do with him. It's sad because I still see – I think that he's very promising. He has a very promising future. So do I, but also – He has a promising future as an Undertaker, like, ripoff. If he – if that no. if that was – if last – If Undertaker they had that ripoff? segment with the fake Undertaker, now he would play that. Uh, uh, I'm going to disagree with you. I do not. Look at no, him, yeah, no. On that makeup and the mask, they have Brody Lee in developmental. They could just put Brody yeah, Lee. Not going to happen. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're talking about DNA. We're not talking not, about the Undertaker. It's not right going to happen. But uh, you know what? The only thing, like, when did Kid Cash and Gunner? I mean, I guess they have the look because they both had two full sleeves. I guess they. I guess somebody in the back who's doing booking it. Hey, like, you got tattoos. <laughs> so do you. You're a tag team. You guys are gonna come out, and you guys are gonna interrupt Chavo Guerrero, and then we need another Spanish guy, Hernandez. You're gonna come out and make the save. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think Kid Cash was too good on the mic, though. Uh, he never has right been. Then. No, he never has been. He goes. He goes. What was the? What was he? What was he saying mainly? He That's like, what he goes. Oh. How many time generation? Five time? Four time? Three time? Five time? Couple <laughs> Guerrero's just sitting there like smirking. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's the way you're gonna bring him in. I guess next week you'll see on Impact it'll be Kid Cash and Gunner versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. and Hernandez because you want to slowly but surely build him in the singles action. They should just throw him right in the fucking X division. They really they should. Not even the X division. They could have just throw him into the. Austin Aries or something. You know what? That's a, that a that story. Match. I know that that would be a great match, but that storyline's a little bit too Cluster. busy busy right now because you have Bobby Roode and Austin Aries facing off at Hardcore Justice, but then you have Bobby Roode get you know getting involved with the X Division as we can saw you, this week. Can you can you buy Chavo Guerrero as a world champion? No, Mm-mm. I could buy him as an X Division champion. See, that's the you know, like, I could see him building, as a world champion. Building back legitimacy. You know, uh, talking, you know, what Dave always talks about talking, bringing prestige back to, you know, titles and stuff like that. And we, we talk about it, not just Dave. It's just Dave's here. And just, I don't know. I could see him doing like a Eddie Guerrero kind of a thing when he had his title uh, reign. Oh, like lying, yeah. cheating, stealing? Yeah. That's but the I, only way he has, see him as he a has champion. the lineage. He has the, the potential. I think he has perfect. And if and if you have someone if you have someone like Zima working with Chavo Guerrero, I think those two could put on a good match and will ultimately also put over Zima a little bit more. Well, I actually I still don't like Zima, so 
I mean, he looked he looked good this week. Yeah, and you know, uh, the X Division was on. Uh, X Division was on kind of display this week. You know, Dixie Carter tweets out there's going to be a four man match for the number one contender for the X Division title, and then you get backstage segments cutting out who's going to be the champion, who's going to be the number one contender for the X Division title. Yeah, a lot of things that they put on Twitter and that Dixie Carter says they don't really go through with. I know. I would have liked. I would rather than. Having all these like four backstage promos cutting out people, I would have rather seen the four guys no, with the in the of, ring. With the amount of time that you spent on those promos backstage, you could easily have a five to seven minute match. Yeah, uh, and those promos backstage, match. the backstage segments are the worst. It's and also awful. too, like it was it me or like the cameras? Like one camera was really bright, and then the other camera was Dude, like, the I, iris I said was it off to or my something friend, like that. I was, I was like. There's legit an African American on TV right now, and I can't see him because it's so dark in that room. Not yeah, not to be racist at all, but it was literally too dark. But there was also like the the worst lighting in that room. When did all these guys get contracts? I thought they were fighting for a contract at Destination X. Yeah, I have no clue. That's what it should be. Well, we know TNA has yeah. the potential of always dropping the ball with storylines and forgetting that they said something on TV. Yeah, but I mean, I, I would like to see Rashad Cameron back on TV. I'm yeah, not- well, I, that's that's like the whole thing because like I would I liked seeing these guys on television because I honestly I think Darso's kid, whatever his name is, Dakota, was, he, he really impressed me that last match I saw. Yeah, so did I. I thought you know there was a f- couple funny things that went down with those backstage segments of Austin Aries. The fact that he like once he exed out Dakota Darso, he goes, hey. Heard your dad has good repo business, and if you know Dakota Darso's dad used to be the Repo Man. And, repo Man and Demolition Axe, right? Correct, Brandon. No, Demolition Smash. Okay, I'm sorry, Demolition Smash. There was another thing. It wasn't the original Smash, by the way. Yeah, I know. Thanks, Brandon. And he's actually going to be at PWS. Yeah, both of them are going to be. At here P- comes the Axe, and here comes the Smasher, written by Rick Derringer. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> former circle, uh, former musical interlude. Hit him up, be like, "Yo, can we use this song?" But the match between, you know, Kenny King got the number one contendership. You know what? I thought that was, re- you know what? It, it really, like, weirds me out that Kenny King still wears All Night Express gear. And then when they showed his Twitter handle, it said Kenny King ANX. That, like, what is that? Like, it, it irks me. Uh, because, I'm, you know, fine he's. I'm with it. I, you know what? You have to go where the money is. I know, but no, but he's still, like, branding himself as All Night Express. Well, it's not branding. Why would you change it if you like? I mean, come on now. What if he doesn't have enough money to buy a new attire? Listen, with the oh, yeah, I was gonna say with the money he's making, but he's probably not yeah. making a lot of he's money. Probably, speaking, wait, speaking you of buying ring attire, that fucking Sam Shaw guy wearing shorts like Bash that. What is he going? Bash and Booger's son. It's not bad. Is it Bash and Booger's no. son? Um, yeah, well, we'll talk about let, let, with those on. Like, yeah. what is that? We'll talk about gut check in a second. I want to talk about this Kenny King Zima Ion match, which was awesome. I thought it was a great back and forth match, but then the ending when Robbie Roode comes out and just beats Robbie up Robbie Roode. Whatever, I'm gonna call him whatever the <laughs> fuck I want. It comes out and interferes. It just it ruined the match for me. Honestly, I don't think it took away. It didn't take away from the match for me because, I mean, right away I thought it'd be a great match between Robert Roode and. Kenny King. Yeah, well, well, then that's set up next week. It's going to be Robert Roode and Zero Ion versus Kenny King and Austin Aries, which is probably going to be your main event. So the, the X Division still being on notice here in Impact Wrestling. Let's talk about Gut Check, because last week it was Open Fight Night, which was supposed to be Gut Check. This guy, Sam Shaw, got attacked by Aces and Eights and gets his match this week against uh, Doug Williams. Great to see Doug Williams. We all, I think we're all big fans of. I don't know why he agrees to be on TNA television. Who? He could do so much better. He can, but I think he's Douglas under. Douglas Williams? Yeah. yeah. I think he's under contract. 
He's got to get out of that. Yeah. But Regardless, I think Sam Shaw shouldn't have had a second chance. It's the whole money in the bank theory. This is bullshit. No, I could, I could agree with you. But well, I, think that, I think they wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt because yeah. he didn't get to see him wrestle. Yeah. I mean, he cut, he cut well, a pretty inspiring promo. And, I mean, with I guess you want to say the help of Joey Ryan. No. But Joey Ryan was there, which I'm still, I'm still liking this Joey Ryan uh, – I don't, I don't like on. that at all. I think they need to end this now. They can't keep having him in the crowd. Like, how does he get past security? It's so stupid. It's, it's their free. T- their, it's free admission. Yeah, but you can't just. There's still security in there. Okay, but this guy is banned. Show a picture. This guy is here. He's got a mustache. Okay, he can cut the mustache. He can't cut the mustache. I'm sorry. I take that back, Joey Ryan. But um, Sam Shaw getting a TNA contract. Ultimately, winning gut check and now is a member of the TNA roster. Al Snow said no. Bruce Pritchard and Taz said yes. Al Snow is a douche. Yeah. That's my input. Al Snow said no because he didn't see the match because Joey Ryan punched him. Yeah. But, you know what? I think they have to. Ultimately, this is going to lead to Joey Ryan getting hired, quote, by TNA Wrestling if he's not already hired already. Um,. He's definitely under contract already. Yeah, he is something he has. Can you imagine that he well, he's not under contract and like they're just like dicking him along? They could yeah. just be independent, uh, just on a nightly basis if they need them to pay him. Yeah, I mean because he does so many other things like with PWG and yeah, they're having the what is it the, the battle, battle of Los, yeah. battle of Los Angeles this year, which is looks fucking awesome. Yeah, Sammy does. Callahan's in it, Mike Elgin's in it, a bunch of Kevin new guys. Steen. I think the only the only person that's only been in it more than like twice is Generico. It's like up oh, Gener- El Generico, eighth battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, fuck. But that was I mean th- that was TNA for this week. I mean there was big news, two big I guess news coming out of TNA, other than Impact. Velvet Sky apparently is no longer with Impact Wrestling. It was weird, like, how they went about it. They took her off the website, then, like, a, a day later, they put her back on the website. Very yeah. awkward stuff. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but then she confirmed it, and she's going to be at PWS in uh, in October. Yeah. I like I like how she actually thanked Vince Russo, because he, he was the one behind the beautiful people angle. Okay, yeah. So... Well, maybe maybe now we'll be able to see that PWS. Maybe Angelina Love and uh, Velvet Sky. Or with uh, do we, do we see Pretty Kip or whatever his name is? Yeah, Pretty Kip. Yeah, oh, when, oh, Kip when, Kip James. Yeah, or Kip Sop or whatever he was. Yeah, Kip James. Absolutely, and also to Matt Morgan apparently was released this week. I really, I really heard that much about he, that. He's another one that's still on the website, but yeah. I mean, he's getting asked a lot about WWE returns. He's saying on Twitter that he's pretty, he's <laughs> he done was in with, Connecticut or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but he's done with TNA. <laughs> It, it may be the angle for the. Well, I heard he might be one of the masterminds behind Aces hey, and Eights. We do know that a lot of the wrestlers play the fans on Twitter. So yeah, Kurt Angle said he was going to be at Raw 1000. Brent, Brent was waiting for him. Yeah, he sure, he sure I was. I just keep waiting. You suck. Chris sucks. Brandon sucks. sucks. Brandon sucks more. I'm the best. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's Impact. Hopefully next week we'll see – I want these Aces and Eights guys to unmask already. That's the only thing. And also, too, it looks like this main event seems promising. You got three nice high-flying guys, and you have Bobby Roode who can, you know, work, work. with anybody. Yeah, who can work. Uh, other news wrestling-wise, you know, we talk about Pro Wrestling Syndicate a lot. They have a big show coming up in September, Saved by the Ring Bell. Special guest commissioner is going to be none other than Dennis Haskins. I, gotta, I want to quiz him. 
I don't believe he's a real wrestling fan. Really? Yeah, <laughs> wow, I want. I don't know. I want to give Mr. Belding five questions to get correct. What I'll would, even what give would him be one of your questions. I'll even, I'll even every, question, him, every question's going to be centered around Bob Backlund. Yeah. He probably didn't <laughs> even know who Bob Backlund is. How many did Bob Backlund win at Madison Square Garden? One. Right? Uh, probably. How many, how many times champion is he's won? I don't, know. I, I don't believe that he's a pro wrestling fan, but yeah, they're going to have him as a special uh, commissioner. They got Lex Luger. Yeah, Lex Luger is going to be there too. Stack card. Yeah, it should be a stack card. But uh, a lot of other big announcements by. Wait, do they have Tonka or no? No, no Tonka. <laughs> they don't have Tonka. <laughs> That's only funny to us. Uh, big news that they are opening their own female wrestling promotion. It's going to be called Blow Bombshells Ladies of Wrestling. Should be interesting. It's going to be October 11th, uh, live on iPay-Per-View. Well, you know, a lot of female wrestling coming around. Uh, Dragon Gate just opened their new uh, promotion, Shine. You have Shimmer Wrestling, which has been around forever. WSU, which has been around forever. And I'd like to see how uh, they're going to pull off Blow. Let's go check who, who out Blow. Who can we see in this? Um, well, you're not going to see Maria. I'll, you'll see Brittany Savage, Rick Hattado, You'll see Marty Bell. You'll see Rebby Sky, Velvet Sky, Angelina Love. Yeah, you'll probably see all them. Um, Becky Bayless. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna have a good roster, mm-hmm. and then they'll probably bring in other people that we're not familiar with. And I can't wait. And to now this check is gonna be I, this is gonna be separate from Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Yep. Okay. Cool. Completely separate. All right. Well, check it out on iPay-Per-View October 11th. Let's get into it's Dave's return to Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. That's right. Shameless Plugs time. I'm going to start it off with Eric from Red, Redneck Island. He's actually a contestant on the show. Well, I guess ex-contestant, not anymore. But he's a pro wrestler. Go follow him at Eric G. Bradford. Also, go follow Sofia Cortez. Had such a sick match against Natalia on NXT this past week that I have to shout her out. I think she, there's no doubt that she's going to be climbing up that uh, the, to the Divas Championship anytime. Go follow her at Sophia underscore WWE. And then go figure uh, – go figure. Go go follow our um, – the winner of the contest that we had for the Zack Ryder 8x10 autograph. Go follow Mike at mcohen914. Cor- Guys, correctly on all of uh, Chris's T-shirts. Yep, I have a lot of fucking wrestling T-shirts. Not just a lot of wrestling T-shirts in general. I have a lot of just T-shirts. I have a closet in my, in my house of just all of my T-shirts. Everything and anything. You can think of. Awesome. But now it's time for... If it's... Hold on. <clears throat> Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. That, I like it. I like it. If you do, if you do that right after Dave does it. Uh, match of the Week this week is going to be Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins from this week's NXT. I want, I'm just going to point this match out, but the whole event, this week's NXT in general... It was great. You had a lot of good tag team wrestling. You had, as Dave mentioned with the Shameless Plugs, a great females match between Sofia Cortez and Natalia. All in all good. But the Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre match was excellent. And Drew McIntyre got the win. I know. And I was just about to say that. Thank you for ending my sentences, Dave. You're very welcome. That's why we're a tag team. But, you know, next week we're going to go to the Facebook page because the it has the recent NXT on there. Next week, apparently there's going to be a lot of big things coming up in NXT. And we're going to talk about that in full detail on next week's show. But until then, let's get to shameless plugs. 
Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shoutouts, waka waka. Before we do or that, I have to jump back real fast because I forgot to mention it. With the whole Roddy Piper and Caitlyn thing, fuck you, dirt sheets. That's oh, all yeah, I want to say. Seriously. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. Number one, Road Warrior Animal takes the first one. He's in great shape. It was great to see him on SmackDown and Raw 1000. And fuck him for having a full sleeve. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm sorry. You want to fuck him because he has a full sleeve? No, I want a goddamn full sleeve on my arm, tattooed up. The new WWE shop website sucks, but <laughs> JR's all-purpose seasoning doesn't. I cooked, I cooked up some steaks with this on Tuesday night, and it was phenomenal, which I used that word way too many times today. And regardless. Cleaner. Yeah, regardless. <laughs> and regardless. I highly recommend getting it from... Uh, I actually like the new WWE shop. I fucking hate it. Brandon, so you don't like it? No. Just to confirm. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Number three, Roddy Piper's shirt from Raw 1000. Uh, guess the last one. It was very homemade, if you guys noticed, but it was signed by, I'm assuming, everyone who was backstage at the Raw that night. Uh, it'd be it'd be cool if they, they remade the shirt with, like, big, bold lettering saying 1000 on the front and family reunion on the back with all the signatures in red on, like, a white shirt. Is he selling that to charity or something like that, I heard? Are Gosh, they selling probably. it for charity? Yeah. Probably. That was a sick shirt. Like, you had the Rock signature, Rey Mysterio. And that's all you mentioned, Rock and Rey Mysterio. Get some good money from that shit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But let's uh, let's get to it. It's our... Markout moment of the week. Um, Raw 1000 was definitely a markout moment of the week for us, but we can't all physically agree on the same thing that we marked out hardest for. So there's going to be three separate markout moments of the week from Raw 1000. Uh, we'll start with Dave. Um, I think that my markout moment was Degeneration X. I thought that that was just amazing seeing them all together on TV again. All of them. All Not of just them. Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Uh, have we ever care. seen Shawn Michaels with that version of Degeneration X? No. What do you mean? Maybe as like the commissioner. I don't think we've ever seen that though like that. What yeah. do you mean? With Billy Gunn, X-Pac, and Road Dog. Yeah. Yeah, he was with them. No, he wasn't. I don't think so. It no, was, he wasn't. It was China, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Eric then Rude. Shawn Michaels left, and it was – that's when Triple H introduced X-Pac again or whatever, and yeah. the New Age Outlaws came in, and it was the five of them. Yeah. No Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Brandon, your Mark album of the week? Honestly, I got to give it to the APA. I – I love them. They're awesome. I love them. They're so dreamy. (laughs) Mine was definitely The Undertaker. Uh, That entrance always is so awesome. It's so over the... It's just... Undertaker's entrance was longer than the three-hour Raw. They just had to cut it and splice it. (laughs) It was was great, and it was good seeing The Undertaker again. Um, I was this close, like my fingers are inches away from buying the the Streak DVD, but, you know, I'm just going to wait. I'm actually... I have to go get it because... That has interviews and stuff on it, like a biography type yeah. of thing. And we were there for that win, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I have – I, I, I also I want to say that not not to take away from any other segment because I, I thought 
I thought DX was awesome. And yeah, I thought, I thought DX was, was awesome. awesome. I thought APA. Everybody's like, I agree with everybody's. But, you know, it's yeah. just one thing that stood out to me. Because also, too, the fact that I was at work and I turned the TV on. The, t- the second I turned it on, The Undertaker comes on. I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. And I, ca- I stood there like a kid, smiling. And everyone's just – and I was, like, yelling at the TV. And people were like, what are you talking about, Chris? I'm just like, don't <laughs> mind me being a mark. I don't know. I thought but it was – You don't pretty- understand. I was, I was cheering. I thought it was, I was predictable. In my room, I was clapping. I was cheering. It was, I don't know. I thought it was, it was predictable. It was, it was predictable. Yeah. But still, like it, it was, it was, it's a fucking Undertaker. Yeah. As Juan likes to say, he'll just like just say things. Undertaker, Tombstone Pile Driver, twenty and zero, and he still won't hear that me make fun of him. <laughs> so, but anyway, anything we miss, guys? Yeah, watch our other video. Yeah, watch, yes. watch. Where's Dave? He's back. There may be some alternate endings coming up. Yep, just drop on that one. We have to. I have to get into get into the the mode to do those. Anyway, thank you for listening to the show this week. Marking uh, dot com. Go all there. Watch all the t shirts. Remember Monday nights until uh, SummerSlam. We're going to be having the caption this contest. Go to the caption this section. Eight p.m. on Monday night, and check out the check out uh, the. Uh, picture winner gets a free t-shirt from bleedingmedia.com go check out bleedingmedia.com as well uh, all of our supporters we say ring flash wrestling photography bwing411 on twitter ring rope rebellion I think they're going to have a new video up this week uh, facebook.com slash marking out twitter.com slash marking out we have a lot of fucking plugs iTunes go subscribe iTunes yeah there we go iTunes go subscribe or download the podcast app and subscribe comment on, on our there fucking podcast yeah comment, comment on leave it. us stars let us Beta. know what you like algorithm like. yeah let us yeah absolutely let us know what you like and you don't like and we won't do anything about it I'm kidding because we're pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans because the fans matter to us we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors and Peace out, Cubs. What the fuck was that, Dave? I wanted to say that. I wanted to say, leave the light on. I'm coming home. Oh, yeah. Oh, screw you. We're all back.